0: Welcome back to the 80s. Hair was teased, the internet wasn't a thing, and phones had cords and were mounted to the wall. Join us as two old men and a Gen Z review our favorite horrible cheesy movies from the decade that brought you Breakdancing, Max Headroom, and New Coke. Hello and welcome to a very special, well it's only the second one, but it's still a very special 80's cheese movie review. Uh, This particular movie I have been wanting to go over in some detail pretty much all of my life. (laughs) It is, uh, we are doing, for those of you who do not look at the title and just download whatever, both of you, and thank you for downloading... We are doing the 1981 movie, The Cannonball Run. Now, before we can get into that story, i got to tell you this story. And this story begins, as most good stories do, with the government doing something stupid. Really? Oh, yeah. In 1973, the government, in its infinite wisdom, set a national speed limit to 55 which meant all national highways, unless otherwise directed to by a state, were set with a speed limit of 55 miles an hour. Now, previously to that, some states did 70, some 75, some didn't have speed limits. But the national speed limit was set to 55, and that pissed off our hero. And uh, in the mid 70s, there was a guy named Brock Yates. Uh, he wrote for Car and Driver. He did a lot of stuff with CBS Sports and racing and everything. And he maintained that you could safely drive a vehicle over 50 miles, over 55 miles an hour. In fact, at high rates of speed, safely. And that was his main proposition. And it just, he was a, a burly chested man's man.
1: He uh, he he, I'm still trying to hoping that you're not going to say that this movie was a
0: example of being able to drive safely. No, (laughs) no, not really. Uh, But but that's what he he maintained. And he had a friend called Hal Needham. Hal Needham was a Hollywood stuntman and he drove stunt cars for Hollywood for years. He was a friend of Brock's and the two of them together were basically Robin Hood and Little John. They would come up, they came up with this idea that they could make it from New York to LA going as fast as they safely could in a much abbreviated time frame than the national average of 55 miles an hour. So they got themselves some equipment, they got themselves some CB scanners and everything and did just that. And when word got around about this to certain circles that they had done this, they wanted to do a race of these people who Brock and Hal really knew who could drive, who were race drivers, who were accomplished drivers, and they decided that it was going to, originally it was going to be called the Cannonball Baker Sea to to Shining Sea Memorial Trophy Dash.
1: That's a little bit wordy.
0: It's a little bit wordy, right? And
2: long, and no one can remember it.
0: Well, now, and Cannonball Baker was an actual person, and he was he was famous for taking his motorcycle and just doing impossible runs. I mean, he he was he was enormously quick. Instead of calling it the Cannonball Baker CDC Memorial See, Trophy can't Dash, remember it. I can't. I had to write it down. Uh, <laughs> they it down. decided to call it the Cannonball Run, and for the first time ever. The Cannonball Run, I think, uh, at least to the the select people that Brock and Hal knew, was set to go in 1979. As all illegal street races, which is essentially what this is, it was not advertised to the public. However, word got out. And the police were sent to kind of, their, they got the word back to Brock like, Hey, we know what you're going to do. And we're here to stop you. We are going to stop you. We have police, we have radar, we're going to shut this thing down before it starts. And as it happened, maybe it wasn't 1979, it might have been, I think it was 1979. Anyway, it was the same year (laughs) and the same weekend as Three Mile Island. So they had better things to do. They had, the cops had better things to do. Uh, They were worried about a nuclear meltdown. Not this group of nefarious cannonballers who decided that they would go from the...
1: And for those who are not historically there, um, Three Mile Island was as big of a deal that even though Three Mile Island is in New Jersey, okay, you had people in California who were panicked that the, the nuclear radiation was coming to them.
0: Yeah, so New York and New Jersey were a little bit busy at that time. And uh, they now normally the cannonballs that, that set off afterwards uh, would start from the Red Ball Garage in New York City and go to the Portofino Inn in California, so L A or New York to L A. But this first one started at the Lock, Stock, and Barrel. Well, I'm guessing it's a gun shop, but I, I don't really know. <laughs> uh, but they had a parking lot where these guys could go, and um, it was a big to do with uh, the the entries of the Cannonball Run. They had Jello wrestling. They had, uh, for Ooh. some strange reason, Diana Ross was there. I don't know how the hell she knew about it or whatever. But um, Pam uh, Pam Yates, who was the wife of Brock Yates, also starred in the movie. Uh, it didn't star in the movie, but she was there in the movie and had speaking lines and everything. Was uh, was there and the, they started it from the back of the lock, stock, and barrel shop, amidst o wrestling and Diana Ross and and all this stuff and Brock Yates and Hal Needham got uh, stood on top of a dumpster and. Told everybody here's what we're gonna do and off they went and and history was made. Cannonball runs, if if for those of you too young to know, there's never been like this is a completely illegal thing, right? You're dodging the cops, you're taking the risk on yourself, you are you are literally setting out to on purpose break major speed laws. And this is, they can get you reckless driving, they can get you for excessive speed, exhibition of acceleration, felony evasion, doesn't really matter what it is. They can throw the book at you for what you're about to do. So this isn't something, and and they don't want the cops to be, to be alerted to it. So they really, the last cannonball is always the last cannonball. And after the cannonball run, we of course had like the gumball rally and the 2904, which is the... One started by John There, And the latest one, which is a musket ball, uh, which is a slower one for crappy cars. Um, but it's always the last one. There's never a, hey, we're recruiting for a cannonball, right? It's always a very quiet thing because you, you learn about it after it happens, right? All this stuff. They don't want the cops to know about it. So if if anyone ever asks, is there going to be another 2904? Is there going to be another gumballs? Is there going to be another musket ball? The answer is always no. That was the last one. Until there's another one, right? In this case, the movie's about the first cannonball. And it was insane. As you might suspect, we were explaining this to Kayla, like, okay, what happens on a cannonball? What what goes on, right? And you have to disguise your car, come up with some gimmicks, at least theoretically, for when you get stopped for the cops. Because you need a story.
1: Well, you have to have a reason why you're driving that fast. Otherwise, they're just going to put you in prison.
0: Right. And one of the most famous that uh, is now sitting in a shop in, I think it's Alabama or or I can't remember where it is now. But but no, I think it's Georgia in uh, the Wrench Every Day shop is the Transcon Medivac van, which is an old Dodge V8 ambulance van, basically. Uh, it did not make it. <laughs> And the movie, the movie portrays it making it to the Portofino, and it did not. But uh, there were a couple of cars that actually got run. the The movie was written by Brock Yates and Hal Needham, uh, and I think the screenplay was done by somebody else. What it had, what it happened with this movie is it created, at least for me, and I know a number of other people, just this huge childhood memory of what car culture was
1: well it's obvious from your uh uh opening monologue that this is a movie you took personally oh god yeah (laughs) oh god yeah
0: like i i i mean i i have done a cannonball run it was not good (laughs) like i went to the red i was uh i was 19 years old i guess And a buddy of mine, uh, we it was an quote unquote unofficial run. We wanted to see if we could do it. Uh, We got my friend's Mustang. We made it as far as New Mexico uh, when the transmission blew out of it and had to go home. (laughs) But we were the the
1: transmission does blow in the um, uh, the, the ambulance. Oh yeah.
0: Oh Yeah. yeah. It's tough. I mean, you to run these things like uh, the to average 89 miles an hour, which at the time was was uh, outstanding, you know. I mean, that's to average 89 miles an hour cross country is actually hard. I mean, that means you're averaging over ni- about 90 miles an hour, which means that your peak speeds between speed traps and traffic and all that kind of stuff are well above 90 miles an hour plus that there's the times you're not doing anything you're just sitting there like getting fuel all that kind of stuff so uh i did do one uh i didn't finish it <laughs> uh but this uh, as you had guessed this was a personal thing for me like i my love of cars was partially born from this movie also my love uh it hit me on all levels right like screw screw the man <laughs> fast cars Harry chested, yeah, Farrah Fawcett, hairy chested men, you know, two hot chicks and a Lamborghini. Which I don't know. You had,
1: if, you, wait a minute, you had a thing for hairy chested men?
0: I wanted to be a oh, okay. hairy chested man, uh, but uh, yeah, the in fact, the just recently, I think last year, the uh, the National Historic Vehicle Registry uh, of the United States, uh, with the the in conjunction with the Library of Congress and Haggerty's uh, inducted the 1979 Lamborghini Countach LP400S, which was in that movie. Like, that car that Andrea Barbeau and Bianca Jagger drove in that movie is still around, and it was inducted into the Hall of F- it is a It is a U.S. heritage car now, you know, and it, it, it's complete with the, the 12 pipes and the Capristo exhaust and everything that made it sound just so gritty and like... <clears throat> Like the the front of that movie, where that Lamborghini, like right from the beginning, where that Lamborghini, that LP four hundred, is running and the, down and the, and the best
1: highway. part of it is the the, the cops chasing. Them, we're driving a Camaro,
0: yeah, <laughs> Trans Am. Actually, I think uh, <laughs> you're like there is no way that Trans Am's catching that, <laughs> that Lamborghini. But well, they, it was
1: they, you have to admit they did throw in the smoking the bandit reference.
0: Yeah, black Trans Am. Nah, it's it been, done. been done. It's been done. But this. This movie, I remember watching this when I was a kid. I remember it being on HBO. I remember it being on... on, I, 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 on well, do, you, you, you know
1: the ironic part of all of this is it's not really actually that good of a movie. Oh,
0: it's a terrible movie.
2: No, it's it's not good at all. I watched the fight scenes. I'm like, that would never happen.
0: Uh, no, it no, wasn't. I well, would well. just. Plus, no. I think that's the
1: worst fight scene Jackie Chan has ever done. It's yeah,
2: so bad. I I didn't know who Jackie Chan was, and I watched that movie. And I'm like, oh. Uh, well, I mean. That's who well, is.
1: first of all, in this day and age, somebody would have absolutely lost their minds that they had Jackie Chan, a Chinese man, playing a Japanese <laughs> man, which, you know, at the time What's it was kind of
0: like, they're Asian, dude, just get over it. Yeah, they're it um, just, <laughs> but, but yeah, I mean, but look who had, the, the, I mean, who was in this, Burt Reynolds, Roger Moore, Farrah Fawcett, Dom DeLuise, Dean Martin, Sammy Jackie Davis Chan. Jr. I,
1: and I am <laughs> convinced that Dean Martin and Sammy Davis Jr. actually were drunk throughout most of the movie.
0: Oh, yeah. I would suggest that's true. I mean, Jack Elam, Adrian Barbeau, (laughs) Terry Bradshaw, Jackie Chan, Burke Convy, Jamie Farr, Peter Fonda. I forgot how funny Jamie Farr was. Oh, my God. (laughs) Dumas Gus Gus. Bianca Jagger, Molly Pekin, Mel Tillis. Perfect. Jimmy the Greek. Jimmy the Greek. I mean, there were so many people in this movie.
1: I about I'm looking at the um the the uh, uh, trivia at the moment. Apparently, Steve McQueen was supposed to have played the Burt Reynolds role and then died.
0: Yeah, oh. yeah, he uh he kind of died on them.
1: And that being said, that would have been a completely different movie.
0: Yes, um you know with his intensity and all that kind of stuff. And instead, you get the great friendship of Burt Reynolds and Dom DeLuise.
1: Now I am convinced after watching this, and the the, the names are just really quite frankly uh, coincidental. That Burt Reynolds is the Ryan Reynolds of
0: his generation. <laughs> A little bit,
1: just that 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 every everybody loved comedic actor who was considered the the hot sexy dude of his time, uh, who was in just about everything, and it didn't. He was always playing himself, and people just adored him for it.
0: You know, you're not far. I mean, look at the movies that he was at. Smoky and the Bandit, Cannonball Run. I mean, he did uh, Hooper. I mean, he did tons of stuff. (laughs) Gator. Uh, I mean, he's done tons of stuff. And he was always just kind of him. But watching him and Dom DeLuise, uh, who was a brilliant comedian. Brilliant comedian. uh, Just the two of them. You could tell they had that much fun on the movie. You know, like...
1: Well, I uh, Burt Reynolds has been quoted as saying at that point in time that the movies he made at that point in time, Smoking the Bandit and Cannibal Run, etc., the way he phrases it himself is that they were an absolute blast to make and
0: utterly painful to watch.
2: Oh, yeah. Utterly painful to watch.
0: You know, it's it, it was, it, but the stories you get out of them. I mean, imagine having basically half of Hollywood wandering around a set just, just, just like, oh, look, there's Farrah Fawcett talking to, to a- Dean about, Martin. About trees.
2: <laughs> about trees. Trees, you know. I love when the car ran in the trees and she's just like, oh, no, the trees. I'm like, no one cares about the trees. <laughs> you know, and,
0: and Farrah Fawcett was actually kind of a party girl. And oh, yeah. I mean, like, poor Burt Convy. <laughs> okay, can I throw
1: in another, like, ironic yet disturbingly ironic thing? You remember what the doctor's specialty was there?
0: Proctology. Animal exactly. proctology. <laughs> yeah.
1: Exactly. Do you remember what Farrah Fawcett passed away from? No. Rectal cancer.
0: You're kidding me. Dead serious. Wow. No, I did not know that. See, she should have she should have uh, taken advantage of the services. Uh. <laughs> <Dad>. <laughs> but you know, there's there's stories that come out like there's uh there's the story uh, Jamie Farr was interviewed about doing this movie and, he, and he's like it was it was a great movie to shoot, but it's just weird. You know, this one and the second one, you know, uh, uh, like he said, uh, you know, we were out in the desert. We were shooting and it was hot, just really hot. And and everybody's sweating and, and everybody's doing their stuff. And out steps Roger Moore in a full white suit suit a cocktail, and a cigar. <laughs> Not a beat of sweat on him.
1: And you got to admit the meta of Roger Moore playing somebody who's trying to pretend to be Roger Moore.
0: Yeah. <laughs> He's pretending to be some gooey movie star named Roger Moore. It was just so good. And you you see all these characters, and the characters are, are, you know, like Dean Martin and Sammy Davis Jr. Remember our car? Where's it going to sit, huh? Where's he gonna sit? You you get the impression that, that Dean Martin and and Sammy Davis Jr. are just kind of being like you're saying, they're kind of just being themselves. And
2: But every, in movie form.
0: But in movie. Yeah. You know, somebody just hit you know, hit the camera and and let them do what they're gonna do.
1: And I think Dean Martin passed not terribly long after this, didn't yeah, he?
0: Yeah, not not very long afterwards. He. I mean, because I
1: mean, he he did not honestly look
0: well. No, and and Sammy Davis Jr. did. I mean, made it a little bit further and, and everything. But they did. I think they got the second. They did the second movie as well.
2: There's a I, second at, one. Oh, yes. Oh, no.
0: <laughs> oh, yes. Do they yes. have a really
2: cringy fight scene again with, with uh, like Jackie Chan just like punching someone? As a matter of fact, they do. Oh, it's trash. <laughs> you haven't even seen it. I don't have now, to.
1: Now, there is one positive that came out of all of this. Jackie Chan has credited this movie and the outtakes at the end of it as being his inspiration for doing that at the end of his movies.
0: Honestly, I do outtakes on the back end of Wholesome Addiction today. Because of the outtakes on the end of this movie, uh, this movie and I, more than more than many other movies, like only Star Wars has influenced me more than Cannonball. This this cheap eighties fighting stuff, cheesy, craptastic movie. Influenced my life more I than mean, any other thing, other than Star Wars.
1: I mean, the actual race doesn't start until over half the movie.
0: Oh it? yeah, no, you're just meeting racers and looking at cars. Uh, it was a fantastic way to tell a story, as far as I was concerned. Uh, they got all kinds of stunts in. You you meet all these people and and why and that's to me that's car culture, right? That's that's what it's about. These quirky individuals. Like without this movie and I'm going to name three, you know, like a couple of people here, and you guys are going to have no idea who they are. But without this movie, you don't get an Ed Bolian. You don't get a John Fakara, You don't get a Doug Tabert,
1: who are You're all... You're right, I have no clue who those.
0: Yeah, who are, um, I don't, don't even know who that is. They're all Cannonball record holders.
2: To who now? They, oh, oh! Okay. They are
0: all like next generation. Like Ed Bolian runs Vinwicki. John Ficarra does uh, Car Track with uh, with Ed Bolian and Tyler Hoover. Um, Doug Tabot has done so many cannonball runs uh, and cannonball Records that that people just go to him when they're trying to organize one. I mean, there's there's this whole car car culture that that got set up and And still exists today, even though the Teslas and the, all the you know the Californias and all that kind of stuff are are slowly or actually not even slowly trying to kill car culture and car buffs and car fans and everything. there's still this this section of renegades you, that you will not to, stop
1: you have to admit though it probably wouldn't function anyway this 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 whole race does not work as well with electric cars, no.
2: No, because the Tesla would just run out of charge in the middle of the desert and be like, "Oh, maybe the Tesla would run out of
0: charge in the middle of a city."
2: Not not
1: only that, but you know, you you don't do a race like this and have everything just going by going.
0: It's just—it's kind of like what? Is this a go kart race? And dune buggies? I mean, it's—and they have—they've—they've done the first electric cannonball. Right. They, and now they had to plan it through charging routes and they, they didn't really speed much because you can't really speed because the, the the power draw on a battery is not linear if you're like flooring it and letting it run in it wide so open. The so the off
2: brand cannonball run.
0: Basically. Well off-brand. they've had a lot of cannonballs. There's they've had the diesel ones, they've had the slow ones like the musket ball, they've had the twenty nine oh four, they've had the gumball, they've had they they've had all the the, the, the bull electric. the bull run is all Lamborghinis. I mean, there's there's a lot of culture that started from Brock Yates and Hal Needham, who are in the movie as well as long as well as Pam Yates, who Pam Yates, his wife, when they actually ran the Transcon medevac van across country, and they did make the excuse that they had the senator's wife and she can't be flown and everything. The Farrah Fawcett in real life was Pam Yates. She was laying on a gurney, going, "We're going to jail. We're all going, going to jail." jail. I mean, this really—and that's the thing about Cannonball. This really happened. They really did do this. In fact, I think the Lotus and the Ferrari that you see that are just kind of there—that um, people just the Dino and the and the Lotus—they really were Cannonball cars. They really did run those those exact cars from the, the that were in the movie in the Cannonball in 1970 or 1980, whatever it was. So. I, it was like this whole big. Some of the drivers that you see that don't really get a lot of lines or don't really get any lines or something like that that are just standing around were actually real life cannonballers.
2: But they're there.
0: They are so there.
2: They're there and they count. So.
0: They so it count. was. It was a. It, it was an amazing race and an amazing thing that really did happen. And then they made this crazy ass movie about it. And the the, the more they wrote it and the more they just got people.
1: Well, you know hey, P- Peter Fonda as the head of the biker gang right after <laughs> Rider comes out. the
2: biker gang. I love that scene because it's trash. <laughs> I uh, love that scene. And
1: and then in the ma- the amazing storytelling. Okay, we need to have the end be a little bit more dramatic and have everybody ending at the same time. What do we do? Traffic jam.
2: <laughs> ah, yes. <laughs> Traffic jam and Jackie Chan fighting some bikers that probably is not realistic. Still in some leather jackets say, go fight Jackie Chan. Well,
0: uh, baby, you got to remember, okay? <laughs> This was the eight, and this is again why this uh, this movie is in eighties cheese. It was cheesy. It was a terrible movie. I just, I was the right age, and I'm a car nut, as you know. Yeah. And I love car culture so much that it just completely captivated me. Both the way the movie was shot and done, there is not a more brilliant opening than hearing the whine of a LP400 Lamborghini winding out on a on a highway with cops chasing it and two hot chicks inside. As far as I was concerned, this was nirvana. This was heaven. <laughs> if it exists, that's what heaven would little, have been. Little dad I'm
2: like this, and, and, this is heaven.
0: And, and as classic of a movie as this
1: is, at the time when this movie was made, Burt Reynolds, for making this movie, was the highest paid actor in Hollywood.
0: Yep. This was this was like uh, unbelievable. Um, the the amount of people they had in it was was unprecedented. Half of Hollywood was in this, and and they just got to go and have fun. And it was and you could tell they were having fun. That's why they included the outtakes because they're yes. like uh, this is not. When uh, I like, saw the bloopers,
2: I'm this. even surprised they got the movie done. <laughs> so was everyone else. They're like, oh my god. <laughs> Well, like, I'm surprised it didn't do like six for, months. I, sh-
1: I'm this. More, more surprised that Dom Delawise was the one laughing the whole time versus everyone laughing at Dom Delawise the whole
2: time. Yeah. Oh,
0: they were. I mean, like I'm—I've always wanted to be Captain USA. You know, like no,
2: he's a Captain
0: America. A Captain
2: America. It's <laughs> a living.
0: Sure, somewhere along
1: the line, somebody went. uh Yeah, we have to be uh, somewhat distinct.
0: Yeah, <laughs> it's similar but legally distinct. You know, I, it's it's that kind of
2: thing. Captain USA. I loved his little costumes.
0: Uh, of I course, want one. Captain uh,
2: Chaos. Captain Chaos. I want to be like Captain Cookies or something. I don't care. <laughs> captain Biscuit. I don't care. Cap- I want a Captain. <laughs> I, want, I want to be a Captain of something.
0: Captain Pancake.
2: <gasps> it, it,
1: and, the, and the sense of reverence he spoke about. Cap- him.
2: Captain Hashbrowns.
1: <laughs> We don't, we don't want to talk about that, that it might bother him.
0: him. The other thing I was trying to explain to Kayla was was the fact that how beautiful in the 80s, how beautiful Farrah Fawcett was. Yeah. This was largely before a lot of the plastic surgery. You just simply had to be that beautiful.
1: I, 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 I can probably look because, you know, if you couldn't tell I've had uh, IMDB up looking at the trivia for this movie while we've been talking, but um, so I could probably figure it out. Was this pre or post charlie's annual angels
2: for who
0: i oh, you don't even know who charlie's Angels? no
2: is, i don't dad i'm a oh my gosh. no i don't
0: uh, you've caleb, never
1: caleb what while your father looks this up for reference uh charlie's angels was a story about three female detectives that worked together for a man named charlie who they never met
0: this was before or uh Whoa. after it was, after, was after charlie's okay. angels yeah
1: And Farrah Fawcett was one of these young ladies. Now, at the time period this came out, the idea that you would have a female detective, much less an attractive female detective, was that was just the weirdest thing under the sun for these people.
0: Yeah. It was uh, uh, Farrah Fawcett, Kate Jackson, and Jacqueline Smith. And there's Farrah with her feathered hair. And it was
1: unbelievably back, back to the 80s and the reason why we don't have no zone layer oh my gosh
0: <laughs> <laughs> i mean there the the sheer amount of star power this thing had so i mean
2: everyone in the 80s looked at her said dang she got the good genetics
0: yes no, oh, absolutely, absolutely. Everybody did that. And in the second one, you also got like you lost Farrah Fawcett, but you got Catherine Bach, who you Wait, don't know. Her
2: name is Farrah Fawcett. Yes. Oh.
0: Not like Fawcett, like Spicket, but just it's well, a different. Well, that's But you got Catherine, you got Katherine Bach and Susan Anton and and Shirley McClane. Who are those? Oh God. Yes, I Dad. So I don't old. know.
2: I see the list of cast right there. I'm like, who are you? If you don't tell me who the characters are in the movie, I'm gonna be like, okay.
0: Got you, got Were you Marlo, an
2: extra or? Marlu
0: Henner. Yeah. In in the second one, had Dean Martin, Frank Sinatra, and Sammy Davis Jr. That's half the Rat Pack, which you don't know what that is either. The Rat Pack. Yeah. Oh. There's uh, that okay. that would take more time than we have to explain to <laughs> somebody who has absolutely no reference. But just say just just keep in mind. These were all top-end stars, all of them, in this movie, in this terrible movie.
2: This absolute Jackie Chan trash. You know, you keep focusing I on know, the fight. I know, and it's like, oh, I hate you, you, it so much, uh, that's actually, why I love actually, it. Actually, Kayla,
1: if you were familiar with Jackie Chan a little bit more than you are, you'd be even more angry at that
0: fight. <laughs> it was it was not his best work, but it no, was, no, it was his gateway into America. They oh, it was. They they saw him and were like, "Wow, that guy can do some stuff. Let's let's get that guy." And honestly, I, this was this was a significant portion of my. Like, I have watched this movie so many. We had it on VHS when I was a kid. I oh, know. <laughs> and I wore it out.
1: Now, now, for the record, I actually had trouble finding the movie until suddenly I realized that I had ripped it years ago and had it on a uh, hard drive
0: hidden somewhere. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't stream. I have the original DVD that the, I bought. The TV in the that 90s. you had
2: when you were a kid they like, oh, this again? Oh no!
0: My brother and I still quote this movie. Uh, it it uh, is. I'll
1: admit that I had forgotten a decent amount of this movie.
0: Oh, it's so good. I mean, well, if
1: if I actually go to a movie of this nature at this point in time, from this period in time, I tend to go back to Smoking and the Bandit. Really over cannonball? What is
2: that?
0: Smokey and the Bandit is another one, sort of like this. Um, the premise is equally simple and equally stupid. Um, they have to make a beer run. They
2: have to go. <laughs> Almost like to- when JJ and the other dude flew down in the plane in the middle of the street. <laughs> I'm like, okay, how come no. no one just looked at that and said, where are the cops at?
0: They flew way too fast for that. <laughs>
2: yeah, but what about I saw a donut shop across the street? Why isn't there? No.
0: So they needed beer. <laughs>
2: <laughs> they needed beer.
0: Beer and he... Doritos. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so, I mean, it was it was that. I mean, they got a, a tractor trailer, a semi-truck full of beer and ran it from um, Texarkana.
1: To uh, Alabama, I believe?
0: Yeah. Uh, there's thirsty in Atlanta. And there's beer in Texas. Ca- okay, so they went to Adla- not oh, the,
2: Atlanta. Not Georgia. the beer Atlanta, song. Atlanta,
0: Georgia. Yeah.
2: Oh, and I figured a Dr. Pepper has a song.
0: Yeah. She had never heard <laughs> I'm a Pepper, You're a Pepper song. She's like, See? there's a Dr. Pepper <laughs> song? Dad, Dad, can you
2: demonstrate, please? Because I need to hear it again. I sang it to you like three ago. <laughs> yeah, <years. laughs> okay, do it again. I'm
0: a Pepper, you're a Pepper, pepper she's a Pepper, he's a Pepper. Wouldn't you like to be a Pepper, too? Yeah! I want to be a pepper. With Dom DeLuise dancing. Yeah, with Dom Deloise dancing. You didn't know there was a Dr. Pepper song. She's like Do I
2: look like I knew what a Dr. Pepper song? I just drink it and I'm like, oh, this is good. Dr. Pepper's really
0: good though. <laughs> <laughs> she, she made us stop there's a Dr. Pepper song. I'm
1: like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I was sure that? that was back when that was back when products had jingles.
0: Yes. Um it's not just ad placement as it is now. But yeah, they 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 had an entire song.
1: I worst for I'm I'm curious. Did Dr Pepper like pay an enormous amount of money for that spot, or was that just Dom <laughs> DeLuise having fun?
0: I I don't know.
1: And I mean, Dr
2: Pepper looked around like, oh my god. Be,
1: because here. because today there's no way in hell they would have allowed somebody to do that without going to Dr Pepper and saying you're gonna have to pay us for this.
0: Oh yeah, oh for sure. Um, just like there, I mean like. Sort of like uh, uh, Omega has the the spots in 007, and they make sure to like fully get like three seconds of the of the watch face on in every James oh, Bond movie, it,
1: it, and even um, Casino Royale, where they literally had to say, "What are you wearing? A Rolex? No, Omega."
0: Yeah. <laughs> You know, no. the Aston Martin, yeah. you know, I, I, like or the BMWs or whatever it is. Okay. Yeah, they pay okay. an inordinate amount of money for that.
1: I will say that I still, whether it's James Bond for real or Roger Moore pretending to be Roger Moore pretending to be James Bond, uh, that Aston Martin <laughs> is still a great car.
0: The DB5. You know, I saw the one that they used in that movie um, in Cannonball and in... Uh, uh, God, I think it was "You Only Live Twice" or maybe it was Thunderball. I can't remember, but it was one of the DB5s. It's in the uh, National uh, Spy Museum in DC, and I got to go see it. It it is, I mean, flaw flawless, uh, but it's got the the flip up switches and and all the kind of stuff. But it's right now, or at least ten years ago, it was sitting in the National Spy Museum. Uh, I've seen it twice. And I, it, it is just such a clean looking car.
2: I want to go to a national spy museum and I want to play <laughs> with all the gadgets and go up on top of rooftops and like use the grappling hooky thingy and you know. They don't
0: turn you into a spy. It's just a spy museum. I know,
2: babe. but then I can just like turn invisible and go into the store and steal cheese and Biscuits and How do you think spies
0: work? They don't turn invisible.
2: You don't know that because they're spies. <laughs> <laughs> okay, they can be walking into any supermarket and stealing all the Doritos
0: Your your logic is unassailable, but you're
2: you're... you have to give her credit for
1: the enthusiasm, though.
2: Okay, I'm sorry. I want to be a spy to steal out the Doritos. That's not how spies work. I don't care. I want to be one.
0: (laughs) (laughs) The DB5 was amazing. Um, Do
1: do, do I actually have to introduce your daughter to a few spies so she can figure out how boring they actually are?
0: Yeah, I I was going to say, like, (laughs) I don't think you'd like spy work. Besides that, you have my uh, uh, anxiety quotient. So, uh, like, being a spy would, like, not do good things to No, I would be a
2: spy and be invisible and steal the Dredos and then feel guilty and go back and pay for them. (laughs) Walking out the door and be like, oh, I'm sorry.
1: Okay, can I tell you one thing that this movie did actually give me appreciation for? Literally within about a half an hour after watching it, people who can drive stick shift. You can't. No, I can. You can. No, I can drive a stick shift. That's I, I learned. That's how I learned. That's how I learned. It, But I literally a half an hour after finishing this movie, I had to go pick up my daughter in downtown Wilmington and uh, for where her school is. And it's next to the restaurant district in downtown Wilmington. And the guy in front of me had one of the most expensive Porsches that I have ever seen and for the life of him could not
0: drive a stick shift. Isn't that funny? You buy a was, car, you can't drive.
1: I was kind of like, "Are, are you just kind of like, dude? You just stalled it again, and we're not even on that much of an incline."
0: <laughs> you know? Push get the gas the a little Come bit. On. Un, you know, unload the clutch a little bit, kind of get the revs up, so you can you won't fall backwards. I promise. Yeah, I learned to do that. I'm sure as you when I was 16, right? Kayla and will never was, learn to drive I was stick. 15. Yeah, Kayla will never learn to drive stick because no. she doesn't need to.
2: Because I'm just going to crash into a mailbox. Well,
0: no cars have... Like, they don't
2: have a stick. They have Teslas.
0: They don't... I mean, your first car will be a gasoline-powered vehicle.
1: Yes. E- even but most e- cars in which you can actually switch gears on even these days don't actually have a clutch, a manual clutch, even if they have a manual transmission.
0: Right. You could put it into manual, but it's still an automatic transmission. It's still transmission by wire. So you will never have to drive stick. What is that? That's That's a... <laughs> I love you so much. Um,
2: I know. I have I failed
0: know. as a father in so many ways. Oh, uh, so it's, okay, it's Dad. You know how uh, I have, uh, in my truck right now, I have the, the transmission lever?
2: The pulley-backy thingy?
0: Yes, the pulley-backy thingy. <laughs> I have the pulley-backy thingy.
2: Thank
1: you. Am oh. I going to have to come teach your tra- their daughter how to drive? Okay. <laughs> I taught my little brother at 11. Oh, this is painful. And I taught him how to drive a stick shift at 11.
0: Okay. Actually, you've okay. driven already. Yeah. You drove out at the ranch. Now, you got a flat tire on the ranch. I don't Shh. know how you managed to do that. <laughs>
2: okay, me and mom. Mom told me to go one way. And I'm like, okay. And then I we were like, whoa, we hit something. And then mom didn't get out to check. I told her to check and she didn't. So, it's not my fault, sort of. Were you driving? Maybe.
0: Then it was your fault. Maybe. <laughs> anyway... The pulley backy thingy used to have a pattern that you, the stick shift used to have a pattern that you you would, it had uh, numbers written on it. One, two, three, four. And you had to move the stick into the pattern and work the clutch so that you would engage and disengage the engine and the the accelerator at the same time as it was in a gear, coming in and out of a gear. Mm -hmm. And that was called driving stick. So every time you wanted to shift gears, you had to work the clutch, the gas, and the gear shift.
2: Uh, gas powered cars.
0: Yes, gas in gas powered yeah. cars. So you will ha- you will not have to deal with that because every car that you can even almost every car, I would say 95-98% of Mindy? them 98% of them probably today that are available are automatic transmissions. You will you will never really have to deal with that. When Jake and I were learning to drive, that was about half of all cars, because an automatic transmission was a much more expensive option.
1: Uh, it, it, it was almost exactly $1,000 of an upgrade.
0: Right. And if you wanted uh, a performance vehicle, they almost all were sticks or or manual transmission.
1: Well, because so, at, the, at the time, at that time, now it's changed, but at that time, you were probably smarter than the computer doing the shifting.
0: Right. Now, not so much with double clutch transmissions and and they're grabbing a gear before you know you need it and all that kind of thing. That's not so much anymore. But back then, you were smarter. You had to be smarter than the car. That is not the case anymore. I mean, you got lane assists and a whole bunch of granny things and everything. It's all the stuff that I go in and turn off in my vehicle, except for traction control. That's useful. But... Uh, All these things, they got lane assist and parking assist and and, uh, all these power brake boost. You don't really drive the car anymore. You point it where you need to go.
2: You assist it.
0: Yes, you are an assistant uh, in the driving.
2: <laughs> the car's like, I got you, just assist. Assist, Right. sit there, and assist.
0: You're just making decisions. The right. car's taking you where to go. The car's doing most of that. It'll, it, it's will It's. it got uh, traction control, and and lane assist, and driving assist, and steering assist, and all these assists.
2: car's like, I got you, just tell me what I'm doing.
0: Back when we were kids, back when this movie was made... That stuff didn't exist. It was you and how brave you were and how many skills you had.
2: Oh, and can we talk about how when JJ, I I keep forgetting the other guy's name. What's his name? Vic. Yeah, him. We're driving and then they see the the so-called priest in the red car.
0: In the Ferrari. Mm -hmm. I
2: loved it. Okay. (laughs) I loved the, the priest. So-called, and they they punched, they 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 cut the tires. It was
0: it was the one gag that Kayla got. Like they're. They're slowing them down. <laughs> they're slowing them down. They tricked them. They're slowing them down. I'm like, "Yes, babe. That's what they're doing." It was the one thing that Kayla got. That and I I do use a quote from this movie all the time.
2: Oh my god. Oh my god.
0: I use a quote and it's small. S M all. And I say it just like Dean Martin did, right? And I use my little finger, you know, use my fingers to make the small gesture. S M all. And small. I guess Shannon and kayla had never seen the movie or put together that it was a quote from a no, movie No,
2: because we hear it all the time and when me and mom when we heard that quote we looked at each other and said dad <laughs> you uh. and then mom got up to get a dog pepper you,
0: you forced shannon to watch this with you too shannon loved the movie
2: oh no, she sat down with us willingly
0: she was like oh my god i love this movie i'm like really and she's like, yeah, you know, the hot chicks and the Lamborghini. You know, I used to watch this all the time, and I love Dom DeLuise. And she does. She loves Dom oh well, Wait a minute.
1: How can anyone not love Dom
0: DeLuise? Uh, it is. I Dom
1: DeLuise know. was probably one of the most likable actors, like,
0: ever. It is physically impossible not to like Dom I mean, DeLuise. I
1: mean, he's, he's like the anti-Don Rickles.
0: Yes. Like, everybody hated Don Rickles. Except well, in. Why'd uh, they hate him? Uh, he was he was an annoying New Yorker, uh, uh, of course, but... H-
1: and and he was probably the inventor of insult comedy. Uh,
0: oh! Although he's great in Kelly's Heroes, I just he
2: probably say. has the I love I heart New York shirt.
0: I'm sure, and but he's probably
2: white and has it in black and. Green All right,
0: too. Kayla, let me ask you this question because I knew for many many years what my favorite car was. It, it has since changed, but if you could have any car today, what would it be?
2: I don't care as long as it can get me from here in Burger King.
0: And that is why car culture is dying
2: oh okay um your car my truck well, yes oh. i want your but see, truck
1: but see cars used to be you know it, they, they were personal they were you named your car
2: yes mm. i want a car I mean, yeah it, i'm gonna it, name it, it french it, fry. It, <laughs> it
1: wasn't it wasn't just per, it, it wasn't just transportation it was a reflection of you it, it's just it's not the same thing anymore it's not. In, in fact, if you treat your car like a reflection of you, you're probably going to be called some materialistic. Uh, well, I was about to use a word I probably shouldn't use in this cast, but um, <laughs> it, it, yeah, it just doesn't. It, it's not culturally the same thing that it used to be.
0: It's not. It's not. Um,
2: I
1: mean, the, I mean, part of the joke at that time was the fact that these people were going to race in an ambulance. Yes. <laughs>
2: You know, I love I mean, that. I want I, I mean, okay.
1: These, these days, it sounds like an innovative, cool. Idea. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, that makes perfect sense. You do you, great that way. The, back then, it was kind of like these people are going to have the gall to try to race an ambulance.
0: Yes, they are. They're, that's not cool at all. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> but these that these things actually happened. They did. They really have. So your favorite car would be my truck.
2: Yes, and guess what? It also can go to Burger King! A 4x4 four
0: four TRD...
2: And Walmart!
0: <laughs> I actually know somebody whose kid
1: drove a 4x4 four four pickup truck into Burger King.
2: No! <laughs> Why? No, Burger King... I love Burger King. Like a oh, I... lot. <laughs> I, I gather.
0: Yes, she does. That's her battle cry, actually. Burger was,
2: King!
0: Yeah, I was like, Kayla, give me a battle cry. Burger King! So, it was, it was a thing. But, um... Well, my favorite practical car would be the the truck that I'm driving, which is yes. a Tacoma. I love that truck. It is my favoriteest vehicle that I've had in a very long time. Um,
2: so I can have your truck? No,
0: you can't have my truck. Please. No. It is awesome in but every can way. Can I
2: get your truck in another color? Mm. Yes?
0: <sighs> we'll talk about it. Okay. okay. Uh, but uh, Halo car. Jake, go. Actually, give me two. <laughs> give me your Halo car as a kid <laughs> and your Halo car now. Because they're probably yeah. different.
1: Uh, they are. It, it, when I was a kid, it would have been a Porsche 911. Once I figured out that I don't fit behind <laughs> the wheel of a Porsche 911, um, yeah, I, I, am I'm, am I'm a, I'm a big truck guy at this point. Not only, ju- it's just because that's what I feel comfortable in. I think if I like with. I would do a whole lot more investigation before I would probably buy it at this point because I don't know as much about them. But if somebody told me I had to decide right now, it would probably be a Ford Raptor.
0: You know, I looked at a Raptor because I I, I had enough money at the time. I was like, I could buy a used whatever in a truck. And I looked at what I do with the trucks and I looked at all the things that could be associated with them. And, you know, like I do a lot of light off-roading. I, I do shoot out of the back of it. I shoot uh, flying pottery on the weekends, you know, and I go places where there are no roads. I do require four-wheel drive on the weekends because there are no roads where where I drive it. And just two weeks ago, I was uh, in 10 inches of mud and just kind of drove right through it. So, I mean, I do a lot of mudding. I do have off-road tires. I do require 4 by four. I just couldn't get past the Tacoma. It is just the end-all, be-all for me well, of then, off-road vehicles.
2: Well, Mom got her work truck, and it's a Tacoma, right? And It so, is a Tacoma. I was like, ooh, you, ooh,
0: this is nice.
2: Yeah, you got in there, and you're like, I
0: want one. And then I did all my research, and it took me several months, and I went out and got the, I was this close to getting a Raptor, and it was, I well, was.
1: It, it, and, but that's what I'm saying, is I don't know enough about them. If somebody told me I had to make up my mind right now, that's probably what I would do, but. It would be a pickup truck. I probably would have just spent some more time looking into
0: it. Yeah, if I... I mean, with my own money, like, being a normal person, I drive the the vehicle that I want to drive. I drive my dream vehicle. Now, if you want to talk time. about a halo car, which, uh, for you, Kayla, a halo car means, like, it's, it's like the thing that goes, oh, it's at the top, right? It's the angels come down, and there's light shining on it. Right that. next
2: to Burger King, yes.
0: God, you're so one-minded. All yeah. right, so... <laughs> I so, think she's hungry. Nice. Yes,
2: I am. <laughs> I haven't had lunch today yet. Um, you really can't take me anywhere if I'm hungry. You can't.
0: No. No. Uh, but uh, I think now it would probably be, if money was no object, it would probably be a Lamborghini Huracan. I love that car just because it's it's like the best of of, like it's German engineering but Italian design. That is perfect. Yeah.
1: I, I go back to I don't fit behind the steering wheel of a car like
0: that. <laughs> I I fit well. No, in a Huracan you would. I mean, well, maybe maybe not. It's it's big on the inside, but it, I, I mean, it's not it's not roomy at all.
2: It's like you just get in the car and you go, all right, I have room for have me. To,
0: you do have to fold in a little bit, <laughs> yeah, but
1: yeah, I, I'm I'm not a small human being. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: but I, I think as a kid though, as a kid, it was an LP 400. It was a Lamborghini in black, you know, uh, just because of because of this movie. That car. Was, in fact, I have one. You can ask Kayla. I have one, a picture of one, the original one that was on my Trapper Keeper.
2: He got a picture of it and framed it and put it on the wall and said, I want that. Yep. Black but LP four hundred.
0: Uh, black LP four hundred with gold wheels. It's
2: right on the wall.
0: It is right on the wall I came, right there.
2: I came into the office and I'm like you, dad. You really do that? like
1: your black and gold bling. I mean we, we've yes. talked about this on other podcasts.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it is it is a weakness of mine, yes. I do like black and ling gold. Ling. It is my favorite.
2: You're like, uh, yes, I is. Like, yes.
0: yes, it is. It is my favorite. So okay, so uh, you're like Ford Raptor now. What were you when you were a kid? Uh, it's the 911? Well,
1: well, the 911 probably would have been it because uh, when I was a kid, my father, uh, his hobby when he had the time and money was to purchase old Porsches and restore them and sell them. Ooh, yeah. Uh, so I learned how to drive on a 944.
2: Ooh, fancy.
0: I got to work on a 944 uh, about 10 years ago. We had a uh, a custom car business, me and a former co-host of mine. Uh, we had a custom car business in conjunction with another guy that was uh, kind of partnered with us, and I got to rebuild the clutch on a 944 uh, S. Then,
1: then you'll 2S. understand. Then you'll understand why my father's statement was: if you can figure out how to drive this clutch, you can drive anything.
0: Yes, absolutely. It was. Uh, it, the most I, finicky clutch in the history of clutches. Yes, and I will
1: and I will admit that every other clutch since then has felt like I was just slamming on the gas and dropping
0: the clutch. comparatively yeah. speaking. Yeah, you had to you had to baby it and feather things. Like and, you
2: did with your Mercedes. Like he cleared out the entire garage just to put a Mercedes car in there. There was,
0: there was no nature.
2: <laughs> like I came into the garage and like where did all the clutter go?
0: There is He's no. He's like I
2: don't like nature.
0: I did not like nature hitting my car. No, I did not like nature on the on the Mercedes. Well,
1: you know, we've talked about this once again on other casts that you you come to a point, though, if you don't want nature hitting whatever it is that you're that you're either in or taking with you, it becomes useless.
0: You know, I kind of got to that. Um, I had a an E-Class AMG car never get. An AMG car.
2: <laughs> Never get one.
0: Uh, now, it wasn't, um, it had an AMG engine in it. It was kind of a rare bird. Um, the, the guy who got I got it from pulled the, he was going to do, in fact, this ties in. He was going to do a cannonball. I can actually tell the story now because I don't own the car anymore. He was going to do a cannonball. And he wanted to black out this Mercedes and take all the stuff off of it and put an AMG engine in it because it was just a regular AMG bo- or, uh, E-class body. But he was going to stuff uh, uh, a C-55 or uh, uh, whatever it is, AMG 55 engine in it. And he did. And it, and it worked all out. And then his... his he... he uh, messed up his parole and didn't (laughs) want to again do something stupid with a car uh and didn't want to mess that up so what he what he did is he sold it to a car dealership and told me about it and i went down the next day and bought it so i had an amg underneath and and a regular e-class body which wait
2: when was that Years ago, oh, you were it, little. Oh, um, yes, yeah, so, but um, yeah,
0: I hated nature getting like there were there will be no nature getting on this car.
2: No, he would be mad if we left the garage open a little bit. Yep. We're like, Dad, we gotta we gotta circle out this air. He's like, Nature, no, <laughs> nature is not coming near this car. That's why I cleared out this entire garage, and if we get a little too close to that car,
0: nature. Yeah, no, it was it was pristine. Perfect and just a, it was just a missile. I mean, it was nothing for. I put it on a dyno once. It had over 400 horsepower. It was just so cherry and it cherry. Was, it was so good. It was sort of like like uh. If you uh,
1: have the means, I
0: highly I recommend. Highly recommend one. Oh yeah, the the problem is with those AMG cars is maintenance, right? Maintenance will kill you. Uh, so I finally wound up selling it and everything, and I the the conclusion I came to is just buy something you can drive and you're not worried about it. So I went back to trucks. I've had as many trucks in my life as I have cars. And I just went back to the truck. I got the, what I would consider now star pie will argue with me because I know he is a Raptor guy. What I would consider the most usable and, and stratospheric of the midsize trucks, which is a TRD pro. I love that truck. I love it. It is perfect for everything I do with it. Um, but, uh, any I don't know, unless I had millions and millions and millions, I don't know if I would get a supercar because you see on YouTube, I don't know if you follow any of the YouTube shows or, or anybody who actually lives with them. Those cars are a nightmare to deal with.
2: Yeah. And they have bucket seats. So you just plop down and sit in your car, bucket seats. Well, yeah, they're supposed to. They're supposed
0: to be grippy, Kayla. That's yeah. But the, the yeah, I can't get out no. of it.
2: <laughs> <I can't> get... <laughs> like I'm stuck in the bucket. I'm stuck in it.
0: Yeah, everybody hated the inside of the uh
2: uh. Didn't that hurt your back too? Like
0: you no, would sit like that was the Camaro. The Camaro hurt my back. That was <laughs> that was not fun. Your
2: old man back?
0: It did.
1: I I don't know which version of the Camaro that you got, but the latest Camaros and um. Mustangs that have come out the, the suspension in them is
0: terrible. Oh no, it's it's right. it's like riding in a red wagon. No, I had a 1994 Camaro uh it wasn't the SS. I think it was an RS. And yeah, it was an RS. And it was it was painful. <laughs> I loved the car, but I couldn't uh, ride in
2: it. Painful, hey, hey, if
1: it if it makes you feel better, I actually had a nine twenty eight that was so low to the ground that I ripped the bottom out of it once.
2: <laughs> How did you do that?
1: <laughs> uh, have you ever seen when they're doing construction on a road and they leave the manholes just a, like a several inches off the off the ground until uh, they yeah? actually? Uh, yeah, well, I was driving down one of those roads and missed one is in the process of trying to to slalom them, and. Uh, <laughs> It, it, yeah, I think I'm pretty sure we lost the oil pan out of the bottom of the car and uh, a couple of other pieces and parts.
0: But see, that's what cars do. they spoil, Like, like here I am, a 40-year-old man driving this this uh, blacked-out AMG car, you know, ghosted AMG car, and I'm worried about curbing it. I'm worried about the chin spoiler going up ramps to get in, in, in grocery stores and stuff well, like that. I, I it, wasn't
1: worried about that at that point in time because by the was because uh, – be, the reason why I had it is because my father hadn't finished with it yet and it was still primer gray. But
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, see, you have all that stuff, and I just don't have to worry about any of that in the truck. There's a curb, fine, I'll drive over it. I have Wild Peak ATs on that thing. They're huge. They're they're like ten well, inches of sidewall on those that's
1: things. That's actually why I drove and, and though the one I have is what I call a wussy jeep. Uh it's a little renegade. <laughs> a little wussy jeep. Yes, it's a little Renegade, uh, but then again, I've had Wranglers, and actually the best one I ever had was one of the old Grand Cherokees that had the solid steel suspension and the straight six engine in it.
0: Mm -hmm, That mm
1: -hmm. would drive over anything and not think twice.
0: Oh, yeah. No, they were indestructible.
2: You're like, yes, I can drive over this curb this time. Yes.
1: Well, no, my wife actually got into that one day because I drive my van to work because... uh, they it had snowed here and they had not called school so she's like what do i do at the time she had a little nissan i was take like "Go get the, take the jeep she's like but it's plowed in i'm like trust me put it in drive take and just jeep. <laughs> just just step on the pedal i got a call
0: about 10 minutes later that was fun <laughs> that was fun, uh, that see that's what I'm talking about. like the Tacoma does that. you just put it in four wheel and just go. It doesn't matter what it is, like it'll just go over or through whatever it is, and I enjoy that. It's super fun and it's comfortable
2: like sometimes it's fun to run over like four curbs. <laughs>
0: Uh, we take it out and play around with it at the ranch all the time i mean it's it's super freaking fun well
1: i mean when you when you have a car like that and you have to get from here to there mm-hmm. the question is is are you going the 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 correct way around everything or are you just taking a straight line
0: right and and Buff. sometimes straight line is fun uh, but, uh-huh. but that's the kind of thing that car enthusiasts and car movies invoke they they invoke car stories and and, like, this zest for four-wheel fun and, and, like, man, it'd be really cool to have one of those cars or do one of these or, or be in a in a situation like this or something like that. That's what car movies do. That's why I freak out about old car movies. I well, I love them.
1: I will say that the rocket engine in the back of the Subaru <laughs> did have me yeah, uh, it was thinking funny. of the rocket engine in the back of a Fiero from... <laughs> One of the
0: Fast and Furious movies, <laughs> Astronauts on Us was closed. Oh yeah, and, and just the statement of, don't you think that's cool? No, no, it's not. No, see, Fast and Furious was like car movies taking themselves too seriously at first. You know, they were they were trying to capture that that street rod culture. Cannonball Run was car car outlaw culture, and I to me it was a lot it was a lot more endearing, you know. Uh, but that's just a personal opinion. But for a almost forty, what is it, forty-one, forty-two-year-old movie, to uh, me, yeah, it holds up very, very well. That may be mostly because of nostalgia, because Kayla watched this whole movie with us. It was like, Dad, what is this? Now,
2: yeah, I'm like, why? Uh, no. <laughs> Like Jackie Chan, need to chill out. And you really hang up on the Jackie Chan
0: stuff. There's not like that was a small part of the no, movie. No,
2: I like that they didn't even check in. Like, they, oh my god! And um, <laughs> they
0: didn't che- no, they didn't check and in. And
2: they Jackie Chan, you know, like when they're all when the road got unblocked, right? And they're all jump back into the cars and going. Jackie Chan had to wait an extra two minutes just to pop out of these two bikers.
0: These two bikers, Peter Fonda. <laughs> these two bikers. I know. I love you so much. And okay,
2: a... I have a question. Okay, what is the cheesiest car eighty movie that y'all have seen?
0: Oh, we may have just watched it. Oh, um, <laughs> yeah. I okay, mean
2: other than Cannibal Run, other the, than that, the one. Wraith
0: was, that was pretty. That, that's actually where I was about to go. Yeah, the Wraith is pretty cheesy. Why? You will see because it's on the list. Oh my god! Oh, I want to watch it. Oh, yeah. It's even cheesier than this. Really? Is it like? Super, is like? No, it's a supernatural car. I'm not kidding. It was granted from the Herbie? angels or from the devil. I is, can't it, remember. is it
2: a slug bug? Is it Herbie?
0: Definitely not. No. Oh. It is no. so, It is the opposite end of the scale from a Herbie. Oh.
2: Yes. I call him Kirby.
0: <laughs> yeah. No, it is not one of those. It is the turbo interceptor.
2: Is he a snail?
0: No, it is so good. <laughs> it is so good.
2: Okay, but why is it cheesy, though?
0: You will find out. Oh.
2: Aww. Oh my Jamie! God! Just, just, just
0: wait! Oh, oh my God, so there's bad. tragic
2: love scenes too.
0: Oh, there's oh, the whole movie's tragic.
1: Well, it, it, the, the movie is a tragic love. <laughs> the, story. the movie
0: is, is a it, tragic love story. Is it, it raining? Story. In some parts of it, yes.
2: Y- yeah. <laughs> Are they like little stare, aggressive staring into each other There's a eyes. lot of
0: aggressive staring and between like, guys, girls, guys and girls. There's a lot got, of aggressive got,
1: staring. Got, you know, did they almost do like the whole uh, Clint Eastwood pre-gunfight focus in on the eyes thing before the race starts.
2: <laughs> Tumbleweed.
0: <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. No, very much actually, like Actually, I that. think there are tumbleweeds.
2: <laughs> I want to watch it now. There's bad love scenes. like ice pirates. I, I, I actually
1: have a different vote for our next one, considering the fact that we just did a car movie. I'm voting for Crawl for our next
0: movie. What is that? You will... It, it's. I, you're not going to like it. It's going to be great. It's gonna be great.
2: I want to watch like a bad 80s movie drama. Crawl oh, has bits.
0: drama. Yeah. Trauma, like, drama.
2: bad love scenes where they're, like, just staring to each other across the sidewalk across the street and one of them runs and they both, like, love each other or whatever. And one of them... Imagine one of them gets ran well, by a car.
1: <laughs> you'll have to ask your father whether or not it's appropriate for you or not, but I was going to put a movie called Tequila Sunrise on this in which you will get <laughs> all of that. I'm not. You have to ask your father whether or not it's appropriate for you yeah. or
0: not. But that's between the two we'll of you. We'll work on that. We'll work on that. We'll ask your mom. But uh, it's... Look... I'm just saying, your mom didn't have any problem with ice pirates. You might have not. Had ice problems.
2: pirates? Why?
0: They're you're wasting be, water. You're gonna be saying why about every movie on this list, okay? <laughs>
2: Probably. Okay, and it's gonna be the definition of ice pirates. Cannibal Run. No,
0: no. Why? Crawl. Crawl's a good one. Yeah, you'll enjoy Crawl. Oh, it's it's terrible in a different way.
2: Okay, so okay, I if it, if it, I want one of the scenes to be like this. Okay, so like. Um, It's raining, right? It's a typical uh, uh, Tuesday afternoon.
1: No, no. You will get, no. What you'll get with Krull is overly dramatic, cheesy romanticism. Yes! Yes. In, in a fantasy series.
2: Yes. I need it.
0: You're going to get it. We got we got lots of movies on the on on deck for this. I so. want them to the run
1: across reason, the street. The main reason I'm voting for Kroll is because it's free on HBO right now.
0: <laughs> right on. <laughs> it's,
2: because it's free.
0: Kroll, it shall be. Yes. Okay, so
2: what's the cover look like? Is it just like...
0: I will show you. Hold on. Google it. Hold on. Google it. By the way, if you guys are going to do a Cannonball run in the near future, the current record is held by Arnie Toman and Doug Tabbit uh and it's 27 hours and 35 minutes which is unbelievably wow. fast
2: said
0: unbelievably fast
2: said neom
0: all right crawl i don't i don't think i spelled that right is there an e in it or is it just a u k r u l l okay crawl hold on all right don't scream into the mic kayla here is the movie <gasps> yeah, it's got a cyclops in it it's what? got a, it's got a oh. guy with a beard <laughs> it's got it's got a magic shirkin. It's what, got a does princess. That look, is, that,
2: is that a magic tree? What is that? Oh, my God. Oh,
0: that's the beast. Is it's that like beast.
2: a deadly starfish?
0: No, it's not a deadly starfish.
2: Go back to that picture, Dad. Actually, he's it holding it look like he's a deadly starfish. deadly starfish. It's a deadly starfish.
0: Actually, it kind of is a deadly starfish. It's a bladed starfish. <laughs>
2: fine, it's a deadly starfish.
0: It's not. A, yeah, all right, fine. It's a deadly starfish. I told you. <laughs> look at that 80s hair. Look at that. It's super great.
2: Fine. Yeah, yeah, oh and the blacked
0: out eyes and it's I mean it's it's terrific, Kayla. Oh, You're gonna um, love this. Liam Neeson's first movie. Is, is the, it really? Is
2: the deadly starfish like the star of the, the movie?
0: Yeah, oh yeah. No, it's about <gasps> it's about the 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 deadly starfish.
2: What's it actually called? Is it actually called the deadly starfish?
0: No, it's not the called the deadly starfish. You have to see. I had lust issues for her, too. She was the princess in this movie. She is fantastic. There's another princess. Oh, China doll. Yes.
2: Kidnapped too?
0: Lisette. Yes. Yes. Oh, my God.
2: The whole
1: storyline is trying to rescue the princess. Yeah.
2: Rescue or actually. Actually, let's
1: actually I'll put it to you this way. Um, The actual storyline is very derivative of Super Mario Brothers. So
2: (laughs) Super Mario Brothers.
0: Well, he's not wrong. <laughs> I mean,
2: I wasn't wrong about the deadly starfish either. I love my deadly starfish. I ain't even seen it yet.
0: Uh, well, no, you're we'll, gonna you're gonna we'll love see this. it next week. Yeah. So,
2: like, what's the deadly starfish's actual name? Like, is it called
0: the glade? The glade. No,
2: I like deadly starfish. Better.
0: <laughs> yeah, it is the glade. I have my
2: is, deadly starfish. It is magic. Magic deadly
0: starfish. Yes, and quit screaming into the mic. You're hurting my ears. Aw. Uh-huh. Old yes, it is a magic deadly starfish. Old man ears. Called the glaive. And it is badly animated.
2: <laughs> Old man starfish.
0: Yes, it is uh it's got Robbie Coltrane in it. Who dat? And uh Lissa is Lissette. I or I can't remember her name. Lissette Anthony. Uh it's got Was Liam. Setti? Yeah, Lissette, Lisa Liam Neeson, <laughs> Ken Marshall. Oh it's 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 what, right what, up your alley. What
2: year did this come La, out? Uh oh.
0: Uh, 1983. So only a couple years after Cannonball Run. Cannonball Run was in 1981. This is in 1983. You're gonna love it. It's 80s. It's classic 80s. Jeez. Everybody wears spandex tights. The main character wears spandex. Oh
2: my god.
0: Striped spandex. No! Oh, my God. I
1: maybe 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 this should be saved for next week. But just figured out the guy who plays uh, Colwyn is actually the same guy who played Eddington on Deep Space Nine. Oh wow! You remember the like the traitor security officer yeah. from Deep Space Nine? Yeah, that's him.
2: Go go go, wow. go back to the um the um, front cover.
0: The front cover. All right. Yeah, like don't scream. <laughs> Here you go.
2: Magic tree.
0: Magic, it's not a no, magic the tree. No, the one. It's the, the beast. one.
2: No, the one with the magic starfish.
0: The magic. Star- not
2: that one. Up. This side, one. No, other side. Yep. Go. Keep going. Keep going. Keep keep going. That.
0: That's the movie poster. The
2: magic starfish.
0: It's the glaive.
2: Fine, the magic glave, starfish. <laughs> I love him. His name is Guilford.
0: <laughs> His name is Guilford? You named the glaive, Guilford Gil- <laughs> the Glaive.
2: Guilford the magic starfish. Deadly stubborn, should I dad.
0: I failed as a father. It's it's not. You it's
2: keep just, saying that, and I turned out pretty fine. Okay.
0: You are still gestating. I can honestly say that, and it is not good. It's, oh, I'm Pinocchio's There's a
2: live action Pinocchio.
0: Yeah, and we're back to IMDb now. Yeah, it's well, it's got Tom Hanks in it, who you would know from different uh, movies than uh, I would. Okay,
1: it, it's it's um, jeez, why did I just forget who made it? Robert, Zemeck- Robert Zemeckis. It's made by Robert Zemeckis. Who else would he get besides Tom Hanks?
0: True.
2: Good question.
0: You don't even know what famous movie Robert Zemeckis did.
2: No, I'm just thinking My about why they My favorite Robert made...
0: Zemeckis movie, can you name it? Jake. I can. Back to the Future? Yep.
2: What is that?
0: 100%. <laughs> You know, if it wasn't cheesy eighties movies, I'd make you watch say, that today. But <laughs> I
1: was gonna say that unfortunately back to the future is classic. Oh, a
2: oh a what was that movie with like the, the the It's it's a game, right? And it was in Wreck It Ralph too, and they're they're on the little bikes like little motorcycles. Tron. And tr- yeah, that. Is that cheesy TC- – 80s movie, or is it like a slightly no?
0: That's
1: that's on the borderline
0: though. That's a We should let the the, the, the the listeners tell us if they yeah, want that, to do that, Tron or not.
1: Yeah, tr- tr- see, Tron is a cheesy 80s movies, but it but has it the is
0: so classic.
1: Well, no, I was gonna say, but it has the benefit of having become a cult classic. So yeah, does is, that count?
0: A cult classic. I mean, like like seriously, cult classic. Like I I have tron memorabilia within reach of me
1: it's it's the same reason why i wonder whether not buckaroo bonsai should be on this list or not
0: oh that is just so terrible it's good i mean oh my
2: god i love things that are terrible that's good like the daily starfish you have
0: not seen (laughs) you have not seen the cheese that is (laughs) crawl. i'm just telling you you're you're not ready
2: i wonder it's super bad i wonder if (laughs) gilford likes burger king
0: what is it with you? You are so hungry. I right. know. Right. I
2: didn't eat anything until I got on here.
0: Thank you guys <laughs> for uh, hanging out. Thank you guys for uh, downloading and listening. Uh, this has been a movie that I've wanted to talk about for a very long time. I love Cannonball Run. It is one of the anchor stones of my childhood. Oh,
2: and Dad, can I do my outro music? come down.
0: Yes, and y'all have that to look forward to. Down. I am sorry, I don't have any control,
2: so I will. Burger King, Guilford, the magic starfish, and and countdown is probably going to be in all of them.
0: You haven't seen <laughs> and Doritos, and, and you are just hungry. You haven't seen Krull yet. It is it is so bad. I mean, I I'm going to love it. I probably haven't seen it in thirty years. Dad, yes,
2: all I know is that there are a magic starfish named Guilford, and he loves Burger King. And we're going to have to celebrate Gilford by eating Burger King. You
0: know, this must be what people who listen to my imagination and the <laughs> stuff that comes out of my mouth feel like. This is. <laughs> this is not right. All right. And
2: yeah, I'm just like you.
0: <laughs> the world isn't ready for that. You are me in a girl body, which I always said would be the end of society as we know it. So. <laughs> hang on, down. y'all. I've my spawn may take over we'll talk and to you guys next week down. on behalf of your cheesy 80s movie crew jake kayla and myself thank you for listening and thank you for downloading you can find more of this cast on cheesy 80 smoviespodbeancom and as always don't slap pandas